It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it is time for another NFL in London podcast. Yes, it's uh, it's almost July. Uh, man, yeah, we're getting we're close. We're getting close to action. We're There's in a- the dregs. We're in the dregs of the off season right now. Yeah. This, is just drink- this is just drinking the bottom of piss warm beer is what we're drinking right now yeah. until training camp comes in about a month. What it's like to be a Cardinals fan, essentially, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, well, a lot of, to be a lot of fans, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, it's a, and the thing is, there's no real thing like there's baseball, which we went to the uh, yes to the to the old the old ballpark, the old Lots London ballpark. The game was funny. Experience was uh, interesting. It's just, you can't. My argument, why I said, is that you can't get invested. It's hard to get invested when it's one out of 162 games. <laughs> like the the stakes are just too low. Sure, I know, but of, we also, I mean, we couldn't hear it. You couldn't hear anything either. But the only way it really works is if it's just some sort of like home run fest. And it's like like 15, 14. That's the like only la- way. It's like the last time. Or you see like a no hitter or you see something um, crazy like that. But it'll never compare to the NFL because that game and that's that comes every year is huge. It's it's yeah. It's, every, every game is big and every game is getting even bigger because of how insane everything's becoming. Yeah, and I mean, you we couldn't hear the announcers. You couldn't hear anything. It was just so quiet there. You're just like sort of watching, and it's like, okay. Like, it was just, it wasn't a lot of atmosphere. There was atmosphere outside of it, and in certain places, I think if you had certain tickets, you got atmosphere. Um, yeah. We were, yeah, well, we were you about the players' um, wives, and we didn't get any atmosphere. Well, you watched uh, children just recite uh, 90s best hip-hop, which oh, is very yeah. strange. The week, <laughs> the, very, the, the, there, there was, was a weekend weird, rip-off we called some... Midday. The midweek. Yeah, there's some weird there's some weird things going on in that game, but it was weird. And, and it, it, it always it always perplexes Brits. They're like, what is all this pageantry? Can't you just watch the sport? Yeah. Without it have to be inter- interfered with with like 20 song and dance numbers just to yeah. keep people entertained because it's a baseball game. I have never seen yeah. that many footlongs on the ground. Um it, it, there were so many hot dogs, just like those two foot two foot uh foot long hot dogs. That they had, and people would just like take two bites and then just put it on the ground. Uh, there were so many foot. I would yeah. like to make some sort of sexual reference joke to that, but I can't really because how many foot longs would you find two foot foot longs on the ground? Uh, not too many. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was there was a lot of hot dog on the ground. It was, it was it was fine. It was it fun. was fine though. Like it was a fun experience. Baby had fun, um, and the beers were expensive, but it was fun. Uh, it was enjoyable. Just getting to it around it, you know, just having the sports in town. Um, exactly. And everyone's uh, getting ready now for the London games because the tickets are, are on sale. Are you are you in the queue? Are you? I'm are still you in, the in the queue. Three hundred eighty-five thousand. I'm, I'm now um, ninth. It's ninth. taken about a week. Really? Wow. No. It's a, yeah. What a shit show! It's an absolute shit show what they're doing with this yeah. because it's like it's like there's clearly not a, like four. You saw the picture, like four hundred thousand people. There's mm-hmm. clearly not four hundred thousand people in the line. It's Who like this. It's like the Sentinel bots in the Matrix that they're all just going to that ticket line. It's like you against a thousand robots. Mm-hmm. For every one person in in the queue, there's probably like a hundred robots for that person. So you're never gonna get the ticket. It's just it's become kind of a joke. I'm I'm gonna have to go third party, which which I was always gonna do because I knew. It was going to be like that. I didn't even bother because I saw everyone posting on Twitter being like 400,000 in the queue. And it's like, what does that even mean when you're that high? 
<laughs> there's, there's no way there's that many people who want tickets. No. And then they said in Germany, uh, I guess the, the Dolphins game sold out uh, in 15 minutes and the queue got up to a million. Exactly. Like, um, what does that even? That's. I mean, it's the one thing. I mean, keep... that is the best game. The Germany game was the best game. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. And, and they only have one to choose from instead of three. So you could actually see London losing another game and it going to Germany if that's the demand that they see and they can well, charge we'll more for tickets, right? Yeah. yeah, you know, Germany, it's good. I mean, London, it's good for them to have them all around. They'll just start saying more ways to make money if all the games sell out, even better. <laughs> Soon the whole season is just going to be in Europe because they well, sell so many tickets. Then they'll get a division here. <laughs> well, one day, one day. Um, it is shameful. Like, to me, the whole thing, it's like the whole ticketing thing. I mean, it's like Ticketmaster. It's a they're racket. Like, it's a racket. like the Saudi Arabia of, of sports ticketing or of tickets of all, of course. Like, everyone's like, these yeah. people are horrible. Why do they have this monopoly? Why are they able to do this? And, and they just and, buy up their own tickets and then just put them on the secondary. Yeah, market. it's yeah. like there should be different ways. Uh, it's just such a frustrating, and then they own the Live Nation, all of it. It's just, it's when it comes down to ticketing, it's find a different way. I think a lot of the fans are saying this, find a different way, because as you say, yeah, there's going to be those people that know how to manipulate the bots and, and you know, the, whatever, the, the ticket scammers, and those you people are just going to start making it. You don't stand a yeah. chance. You don't stand a chance. we got to figure out a different way to do tickets. we got to go back to the old days where you have to just sort of line up at the mall at like 6 in the morning, right? Yeah, they had to go to a concert. You're like, all right, I gotta wake up at five. Exactly, Sunrise get, Records. Get there, go to exactly. Sunrise Records and sit in the mall till it opens, and then, then hopefully you get your ticket printed, and the guy behind there's quick enough to do it for you. You camp overnight in this experience. It should be exactly. tailgating for tickets. You make it a big Not tailgate. And yeah. everyone thinks like, oh, I'm going to get tickets because everyone's so naive about getting tickets when they rarely try to get tickets. Mm-hmm. They're just like. Well, they go on sale. Clearly, I'll get them. It's like it doesn't work that way. You, there's like five percent of the stadium is available to five hundred thousand people. The rest yeah. are all corp. It's all corporations. Yeah, exactly. It's all which it's we saw. Which we saw in baseball racket. by trying to enter different doors and quickly told we could not enter yeah. there. We did not have that so, pass. So, sir, you do not have the platinum lanyard. Yeah. So. Yes, whose doors getting peed on. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just so difficult for pe- regular people to get tickets. I don't know. Our advice is don't get off scammers. Uh, there was no one selling out front on the day, though. Did you notice that in baseball? Like there was no, I didn't see any ticket touts. We weren't looking, but. Well, we weren't really looking, but I, th- I think there probably were a few, but it's not. They'd, maybe they're just more classy as, as the ones we remember. Well, like they the would have hung up on Ch- those bars, maybe, I guess. I don't know. The ones in Toronto, you, you can see a scout. Uh, you can see them a mile away, right? You can oh, see yeah. all that guy selling tickets. The guy yeah, but- in the jogging pants and the, and the baseball hat. He's got tickets. But that's always a good thing about baseball. Like when you live in a city, a baseball city, is you just wait to like the third inning and go, okay, how much for your ticket now? You know, I got five bucks. Yeah. Give me a seat. <laughs> and that's then well, go that, Yeah, that. That's the game you got to play. That's the dance. That is the dance. dance That is the beautiful dance. And sometimes you might get a great ticket, too. Like, you might go, okay. And if you're nice enough, uh, you could find yourself uh, in one of those suites. I got one third row at an arena football um, (laughs) football league (laughs) for $5. Third row. You hesitated when you said arena football league. I was going to say, oh, arena football league. For how many? Uh, like we just five bucks each. It was great. It was a great time. It was the only arena game I ever went to. And then the Toronto team uh, folded the year after. Uh, uh, yeah. But I don't know if you've been following 
the um, arena story about Antonio Brown's team that he bought. Oh, uh, um, that they're kicked out of the league. <laughs> they've been since he bought the team. They've been kicked out of the league, and he hasn't paid anybody. No one can get hold of him, and and then everyone's just losing their minds trying to get paid by Antonio Brown. It's just complete. Taken a t- he said he was going to play one weekend and yeah. all these tickets were bought and he didn't even play. It's just been, it's been such a perfect Antonio Brown story that this is like within like the moment he bought the team, it had completely imploded much like uh, the submarine. He's kind of got uh, this like uh, <laughs> this sort of Donald Trump uh, ability about him. That he just, he just sort of tries yeah, to yeah, shake yeah, it but, all but, up. Yeah, but, it's so much, but it's so much faster. Like yeah. when Antonio Brown touched it, that, dissolved so fast that story from when he bought it to being thrown out of the league to now bankrupt and no one getting paid it's only been like a couple of weeks has he yeah. been that long it's quite incredible it is it's, it's a great it, it's a great that would be a great like 30 for 30 one day just it wouldn't be a very team. long one yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like eight minutes it'd be eight minutes oh man um investing there are a lot of guys get investment they saw that uh, ryan reynolds and uh rob McElhenney uh got into uh f1 alpine but there's also a lot of nfl guys like uh, a lot of former cowboys and cleveland on the other side of it for that otro capital uh you know looks like a lot of why not right they, players it, it, and does executives sense. it does make sense for athletes to own get mm-hmm. part of sports right instead of all these guys who have nothing to do decrepit old men who literally don't even care about the sport um it's just more of like the millionaire the billionaires club i want to see yeah i want to see athletes own teams like they actually know what like they actually you can't I wouldn't question their love if you want to beat the man you got to be the man right yeah exactly right so that's what we're gonna see eventually it's gonna take a while though but there's going to be billion dollar athletes in the next 20 years. So Oh, for sure. Easily, I mean, easily. you know, there are, we start to see it with, uh, you know, a lot of guys that invested. I mean, Michael Jordan still makes more money off of his merchandising than he ever did. Uh, he still makes more money, I think, than any yeah. athlete based on the amount of merchandising he pulls in. Um, big money. I mean, you look at Aaron Rodgers, who spoke at a psychedelic conference. He could be, and hey, who knows when they legalize uh, psychedelics. Best. He could yeah, be the guest of honor. The guest of honor. He could be the 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 mushroom the mushroom man. He could be uh, the mushroom uh, billionaire. You know, something like that. Who knows, Aaron Rodgers? Uh, yeah, he did have some fun things to say, and I don't know if you saw. He was talking about how like words and just how they're spelling and how they have such oh power that you can make spells with them and no. the spelling and the power of words. He'd be. Uh, I, hate, I hate every. I hate everything you just said. That I know. <laughs> no, That's that why I said it because I knew it would infuriate you. It was a bear's thing too. Nothing is that he's just talking. This is why people are getting kind of annoyed with him because it's the more he talks about. If he was just playing like incredibly well while talking about ayahuasca, then it's like a good. Like the ayahuasca is probably like, dude, you're killing us here. Like play better because right mm-hmm. now you're making it look like we're the cause. Of your downfall. So if he has another shit year and he keeps talking about uh, <laughs> hallucinogenics, people are going to be like, "All right, maybe these don't work. Maybe we should go back to pills." Wasn't well, a bit of a distraction before the start of a year when you're out on a tour talking like that? Eh? It's one thing if you're no. It's fine. Golf. He's been he's he's been out. He's actually been into OTAs. He's actually done yeah. the, the stuff that he never did. He's been out there. So, well, again, nothing matters until we see week one and see how fast they can like, acclimate together and just mm-hmm. because I think again, to have to play Buffalo week one is going to be tough when that Bills team has been together for years. They're ready to go. 
and you have this new quarterback, new system, new like new new offensive coordinator. So we'll, we'll see. Same, we'll same see. old Aaron Rodgers. But we got to listen. The hype train is already in full in full uh, rotation right now. It's already on the tracks for the Jets. So and yeah. it's not stopping. It's not derailing to week five. So, so somebody derails it. Basically, yeah, which could be week one. Uh, Brandon Marshall didn't have good things to say about Metfield. Uh, basically blamed it and the turf for ruining his career. Be interesting to see, uh, you know, again, we talked about the last episode, but uh, keep our eyes on injuries this year. And maybe if there is more of a prominence for people on those fields and uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, now playing on turf instead of grass, uh, maybe that'll be a different thing. For yeah, well. Well, still, it won't be. It won't be as frozen, at least. Um so. As we get into July, though, there's still money. There's still money to be spent. I mean, there's a lot of teams still. They got to pay off Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Justin Jefferson, yeah. Joey Bosa, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, uh, these teams have got to oh, start yeah, finding the, the cash. Day. You got to start changing the, the couch. Um, well, yeah, that's well, it. You wonder how I much he would. It's, yeah, it's a little, it's a little dance right now between Herbert and um, Joe Burrow's agents. Like, like who's going to be the first one? Because whoever's the first one. Gets mm-hmm. less, right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And that, what they should do is just agree to do the exact same contract. Because it feels like, even though I feel like Joe Burrow deserves more. Like a freaky Friday Herbert. and switch teams. So so Herbert should actually get more. But again, again, no one wants to be the first one because however much you might lose. Um, yeah. But uh, again, I think, I don't think, that, again, the Bengals are going to be an interesting position when they have to pay, you know, Jamar Chase maybe next year, mm-hmm. and T. Higgins, and Joe. Like, you can't Nixon, have, yeah. you can't right. have like seventy-five million, no, like almost a hundred million in three guys. Yeah, <laughs> going on here. But again, they'll they'll mix it around the, the cap. So we'll see. Maybe Joe Burrow takes a little bit less so he can keep his both of his receivers. Who knows? But. Yeah, they're gonna hide their Who work knows? as they Who, always do. Everyone, and, every fan wants their team, their quarterback to take the team friendly deal, but it never really. There's ways to make it team friendly, but most players don't really care about that. They're they're getting paid. Yeah, well then, we as did, they should. As we they did should. talk about running backs getting paid though, because you talk about Taylor and and the other free agents, and and they, you have to look at it and go, okay, do do you keep demanding the amount of money you want, or when it comes down to crunch time? You just take the pennies. Do you just do you just take it? Because sitting out's not going to help you. Are, are, no, are, no. are you willing to compromise? How much are you willing to compromise? Are you just is you going to just do quick one year deals? Is that what these guys are looking to do? Maybe to, to... well again, they won't even the the franchise is only about ten, and I think a lot of teams probably wouldn't even franchise them. I think we'll we'll just see. I I think it really depends on how, what what kind of damage guys like Saquon, like the true elite elite running backs, how much of a difference they make because. I think running backs are almost kind of playing this year for their futures Yeah, because there was like a quote Mel- Melvin Gordon said, and he's just like, it's terrible yeah. being a running back now. It sucks. Like yeah. why, why would you come into the NFL wanting to be a running back when you're the most easily replaceable position? Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're an athlete, it's like, I'm going to play wide receiver most yeah. of the time. So it, it's not like the old days where running back was the most important position almost. Yeah, we could run out of running backs. And then what do we do? We'll have to yeah, well, then, then eventually, who knows? The league might just move to just all passing every day. Robots. AI. Like it's kind of on, like how when the NBA moved to just, just chucking up threes like crazy. Yeah. That's what the NFL is kind of doing with passing right now. They're just kind of doing the same thing, but they're just 
Well, having a mobile Basically, quarterback negates no, a lot no, of the, the the running back responsibilities. You know, you take a lot you take a lot of the runs yourself. If you're a mobile quarterback, which we're seeing a lot more mobile quarterbacks, sort of the the future and the age of it, um, then it takes a lot of the onus off the running back. You, yeah. just, you can just run it yourself and you know, you, you have someone, you know, taking 50, 60 yards off a running back uh, every game. Um, that makes him less useful. He doesn't have any stats. Well, yeah, again, so we'll see. I don't think like Jonathan Taylor is probably coming into his free agency not feeling great about what he's seeing no, right now. No, no, especially not coming off an injury. Coming off an injury, he has to have a big kind of bounce back year. Um, otherwise, he could just find himself having that just one amazing year. And now it's like maybe, like you said, doing one year deals. Yeah, I mean, that could be it. it. Just prove, prove yourself, and then just say okay, because you don't want to sit out. You don't want to just sit out and and waste the season and and atrophy. Uh, you know, you, you want to be able to get in there and show your worth and go, okay, yeah, but maybe have bonuses and incentives that say, if I hit, you know, this and this and this, then I get paid. Um, yeah. But that's what you'd probably want to do. Um, the commanders will have their sale. It looks like finalized by the owners meeting uh, July 19th or 20th. Um, so Josh Harris will have the team. It And I guess Snyder has also said he's he's offering, he's got some pictures of the cheerleaders he's also trying to, to throw in for a little extra um yeah. and, and some emails that place uh, yeah, first thing i would do if i moved into that off his old office is checking for bugs Dan yeah Snyder's probably bugged that whole place yeah trying to get blackmail he's gonna try and take down people over the neck he's gonna do some sort of like stealth assassin takedown of everyone just just burn it or uh or just like let looters in just just let them rip it apart and then take the insurance yeah, set up a CVS pharmacy in there, and then just let everyone come and rip the whole place apart, <laughs> steal from the whole thing. Exactly. Um, you wonder because they've got a couple good quarterbacks next year too, and a couple bad teams. If they're uh, anyone's going to tank for Caleb this year, there's no tanking. Listen, tank. we've seen it. The, the tank doesn't really exist. Cardinals tank it, for but, Caleb. You remember? Yeah, but you remember a couple of years ago when everyone thought the Jets had uh, Trevor Lawrence, and then just yeah. pulled off those two straight wins yeah. out of nowhere, like beating teams like the Jets. The NFL is just these guys are the, the the careers are too short. They're fighting, like you have to do it. Where like the only way you can tank is when the owners like benching quarterbacks and the owners are tanking because the players won't do it, the coaches won't do it. Not unless okay. you're like a first, unless you're like a first year coach and you're like, listen, we need to get this guy because that's only going to benefit your career. But mm-hmm. if you're like a coach who's on the hot seat. You're not gonna tank. Oh no, coach would. Yeah, <laughs> it's an owner. Because that's someone. Else, you know what I mean. So a lot of the teams that are tanking, like someone like the Cardinals, who have a new coach this year, they could technically tank because this guy's not getting fired no matter what happens. Like mm-hmm. everyone expects them to be shit. So I think they're the ones who are doing the best to tank. But then yeah. it becomes a whole Kyle Murray story, which then is very interesting. Um, it would, the other interesting, obviously, would be the quarterback situation. It's, everyone's got the faith in Tua. Uh, they've surrounded him. Um, but ooh, I don't know. Uh, they give him the good money for well, four years, 23 and a half. Well, now we've got Tyreek Hill getting uh, the potential. Yeah, smacking, legal smacking grownups now. I mean, he's really moving yeah. on. They, It's, uh, you know, it's, it's once you get started, man. Start smacking. Well, again, he's he's had a history of this, and then again, if this goes away, which it probably will, like it'll yeah. it, most of these things go away. Where it's just money, like, money, right, money, money. How much do you want to <laughs> yeah. put this away? Because otherwise, he's again, he's a guy who has a history of this. So yeah. I, I would imagine if this gets goes further, 
he's yeah. gonna have some sort of suspension because he hasn't really had many suspensions for the things he's been accused of and 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 no have a history of so he's he's been very lucky with so i think he knows that i i think you know again it'll all just wash away money always again once and i think basically people probably walk around as a job trying to get smacked by athletes because it pays well yeah and like if you know who they are i don't know i don't know if how many marina workers know who tyree kill is um but get him then you need to get a ray donovan to come in and just clean up I'm sure yeah, the NFL has a few Ray Donovans. We I'm should sure we should do. find out. Uh, sure lastly, we'll we'll end on the last drama, and I'll just sort of ask you because your your bills. Um, yeah, the drama. Does it seem like there's they're going to be uh, working together? This whole digs and you know everything is this is this just fluff? Is this is the new girlfriend bad news on on Bills Mafia? It's it's weird that like if this is something that was holding over from that last game that they hadn't talked about it yet. That's weird that it's mm-hmm. like you spent this whole time and you haven't even spoken about it. And now you do. So that that's a bit concerning. I think again, once they start, once that ball starts getting thrown to their, his way, they start winning. I think it goes away. I don't, I think if they come out and they start losing and he's not getting the ball, it becomes a problem. So it's basically the beginning of the year, give Stefan Diggs the ball he is their best player. I think I think it's going to be taken care of. I don't think it's going to become a problem early in the season. If they start poorly and he's not getting the ball, it can definitely become a problem. But he's untradeable. So no, it's his, his dead cap is just like through the roof. But there's no way they would trade him. So it's not even it. He's just he's Stefan Diggs. It'll be fine. He'll come to work. I'm not too worried about it right now. Too much drama. In Buffalo. Too much Too drama. Much. Folks, that's it for this episode uh, as we head into July. Hope you enjoy your summer as it, as it gets going. We'll be back with another episode. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone.